Wait, so where are we? I'm going to just start it and then okay. I'll throw. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love when you fuck for, it up. For anyone, for anyone that's actually, because this is it started, for anyone listening, I fucked up again two oh. weeks in a row. Oh, is this the official start? Yeah. Do no, you want I'm, me to go like live? Do the live voiceover. <laughs> Oh, I fucked up. I did the wrong part. <laughs> Do you want me to start that again? Yeah, we'll just start it with the, the, the pre-recorded Shane. He's heaps sexy. The following podcast contains three mates talking shit over some beers. As you can imagine, the language can get a wee bit hairy from time to time. So get involved. Grab a beer and join us for Drunk Therapy, the podcast. That's, that's the sound of like just chilling out on the beach with your, your babe in California. Don't be a dick. Don't start a podcast. No, it is. It's the fucking Beach Boys, though. That is the sound. Like, if you're listening to that, can you play just the end of it? Can you play the end of it? Yeah, I I probably can. I don't think you can. I'm testing it. (laughs) Let's throw shit at him. James, do this. The podcast. That is fucking rock and roll, like surf rock and roll from like the fifth. That's the Beach Boys. That's fucking awesome. What, What do you call a royalty free? Beach Boys, like, is that the, the sound of the sand lads? Or like, <laughs> yeah, something? just the real low-cost equivalent, like the covers band. <laughs> can we just, I like the idea that we're just throwing shit to do at James. James, can you get a, the noise of, like, any kind of animal? Um, do you know <laughs> what? I can. I genuinely can. Danny, yeah. think of something weird, because, like, James pushes the buttons, by the way, and he's sober, so I like to just wait, 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 wait. show I've something that's going to fuck with him. See if you can guess what animal it is. It's a, it's one of those goats, isn't it? It's one of the goats from the Taylor Swift song, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it went viral a few years ago. <laughs> That's the, the noise I make every time I open my eyes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something that's, that hurt my feelings a wee bit? Yeah. And you guys are fucking looking at me smiling. It's not uh, Genuinely, it's not funny. What's this I hear from you two before we start the fucking podcast that you're doing a podcast without me? Well, it was when you were in remand for incest. <laughs> There's a lot of people angry about the fact that we haven't released an episode on the day that we usually release an episode. Just um, the crowds outside the studio, yeah. <laughs> like picketing outside. We want more. Exactly. Get drunk now. Both All Danny's sisters. Them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason was that Shane's just been released from a Kiwi jail cell after that horrific story. You told at the end of the last podcast the, about the violating your, your brother. Like you know, what? I think I came out smelling like roses from that. If anything, it's a cautionary tale not to teabag your brother. I don't want to go into it too much, but I didn't get arrested. I was at the Wales rugby game, by the way, and you guys hate rugby, but fuck me. It was an amazing game. Imagine being at the best game of football you'll ever see. I'd rather be in jail. (laughs) But Danny and I, we we decided to do a little off-the-cuff episode that we thought was really bad, but it's, it's actually quite good. It's... Yeah, we did a really good podcast about Shane. We're drinking. Look how cool we are! And it made me think what what Shane really <laughs> what does he really contribute to the podcast? A high pitch um, Kiwi accent, basically. Yeah. And, and sometimes I laugh because I get. I'd say, if I'm going to be honest, I get a bit drunker than everyone else because I'm really bad at controlling my consumption. So I kind of just make mouth noises and like laugh when things aren't even funny. You guys need me to boost your morale. You brought a fucking harmonica to the first episode. <laughs> and um, I've never listened to it back because of that. <laughs> Dan Tipping, who, by the way, is a GC, um, yeah, like he, he, he actually said he loved the harmonica. Yeah, but that sounded like he was pandering. He was like, he was saying nice <laughs> things about uh, the the hat guy. He was really cool. He was, he, you could tell when he said he was going on. What can I say about Shane? That's a compliment. How, you know, under pressure. How can you be a GC when you're a proven liar? 
Why is there a proven lie, though? If he said he enjoyed the harmonica. He loved the harmonica. Gambling. I've got it out there. I could go get it. By it's the one way, of those nice ask, little white lies. I feel a little bit dirty for using the term GC there. It means good cunt, apparently. So like, he's just like, fine. That's, yep. it, just say he's a come sound into, he's Come a into sound the GC cunt. circle. Nah, I like GC. Never, I like never ever, ever, so ever. You, you can say, like, GC to your mum. Like, I'll go, oh, mum, that guy's a GC. I just say he's but a you can't, cunt to my mum as well. Nah, but if I say cunt to mum, she gets angry. She's like, don't say cunt. And I'm like, it's a nice thing. And she's like, well, just do a silly word. Like, that's... Mum doesn't like the word cunt, and a lot of people don't like the your word mom, cunt. Your mum has a very silly voice. Yes, <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's exactly what she sounds like. Like, Marla heard her and went, oh my God, you're really good at impersonating your mum. That's exactly what she sounds like. <laughs> Shane was born in a cartoon. <laughs> Where they all just chill out with helium balloons. Are any of your brothers called Thomas? <laughs> Thomas? <laughs> I don't get that. Tom and Jerry. Ah, uh, fuck you guys are old. Like, you're only a year older than me, but Tom and Jerry is an antique, vintage fucking cartoon, isn't it? Fuck off. (laughs) I I grew up with, what's the, um, Johnny Bravo and shit like that, and like... So did I. Yeah, but you're like, referencing like, fucking, what's the one you brought up? The real sad one. Let's come back a second. Yeah, Droopy is like from the 40s. Everyone knows Tom and Jerry, though. It's not like this fucking really weird, obscure cartoon that no one's watched. You could talk to an infant that's about four (laughs) years old right now. Tom and Jerry, you go, love that. Like Thomas the Tank Engine. Kids still love Tom's Tank Engine. Nah, Tom and Jerry and Thomas the Tank Engine. (laughs) 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 That's those noises. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys need these noises. On that note, I'm just going to chop some more Um, beer. So talk amongst yourself like you have been. Speaking of... Being old, it's the last day of... Well, by the time this goes out, it'll be Danny's birthday. Yep. Turning 31. Congrats. Do you say congrats? <laughs> like, you, are, you have survived another year. Well done. nothing age, isn't That's it? so shit, eh? Yes. I hate to even... I hate pretending that I care. Like, can, happy birthday and stuff, but fuck who cares? Yeah, in five hours' time, I'll go from 30 years old, lives alone, wears a Simpsons t-shirt, to 31, lives alone, wears a Simpsons t-shirt. It's now kind of the start of... The years where you maybe don't want your birthday to come, and every you wake up and go, Oh man, like, uh, I don't like being this age. It's, it's, it's kind of the yeah, the beginning of the journey of where achievements are expected. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I got married, woo, got yeah. a house, woo. There was a yeah. document I'd done half of this time last year, so before I turned 30, I'd done this, I'd, and only a few people have read it. And it's about everything that I'd done from 20 up until the first day of being 30. And every year, as people who have listened to this podcast, they'll probably have established now it's like new job, stupid decision, new job, stupid decision, went here, stupid decision, fucked up, done this, got taken to court here, that's stupid. And I think if I'd done one from between 30 and 31, it would be like paid off debt, continued studying, continued consistently in a job, continued consistently with work experience opportunities. It's really boring. Yeah, that sounds like this story and, is so shit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, what, but, at what point does that, when has that changed? Like, it's good. I'm glad that I'm not as much, I'm glad I'm not a fuck up anymore now, but I, I kind of miss it at the same time. Like, I really want to do something irrational and dumb. You, you can get away with it when yeah. you're in your 20s, you know, it's classed as just this funny thing that happened. But if you do it in your 30s, people look at you and judge you. And then you go down in their estimation. It's that thing like where you should know better. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's still. I still want to do the dumb shit that I did. You know, in my twenties. I say that I'm thirty, but you know what I mean. Like, I feel now like I've got to really believe in a dumb shit thing to do to do it. Because if you do it and people look at you like, what an idiot! You've got to, you know, believe it was the right thing to do or the fun thing to do. But if you're just going to go, I might do a flip off this fence for no reason, and then you break your neck. 
people won't think that's funny anymore. No. That, that's what you should do, mate. Yeah, I'm just going to flip off the top of this building. Yeah. <laughs> now, a couple of days ago, I paid off, uh, I don't know, a couple of hundred pound worth of debt. And it meant for the first, and I really mean this, for the first time in my adult life, I have more credit available to me than debt. And that, I hated how happy I was when I paid that debt off. Because like, I, I, I was itching to do it. I was waiting for this money to hit my bank account so I could then go on and pay off this credit card. And pay off this catalogue account And then I thought oh this is horrible Like even just three years ago I would have went to Florida or I would have got a tattoo Like I really wanted another tattoo for a few that's years a, That's the difference because it's Long term goal setting and gain That you get out of paying that debt off it's And you don't have shit. the instant gratification Of making a stupid mistake Or spending a large amount of money On something that will inevitably See you in the red for a long time And that's the difference between your 20s and your 30s You can make these stupid decisions in your 20s And get all the instant gratification That leads to such amazing stories But in your 30s you really need to buckle down And become a fucking adult And it's sad, it's sad But that in itself gives you different journeys Did you just make a weird noise? Yeah, yeah that, that was that, like yeah, I don't know that, that was like my intestines You were really angry about it No, James, <laughs> no, instant gratification do now the flip. Do the flip, do the flip I um, I got, when I was 18, right I got given a, you're talking about debt I got sent a credit card to my house Loaded with $10,000 So this is in New Zealand And I was an apprentice at the time So they don't earn a lot But you're the first, you know Your first job out of high school I went fucking mental on that. Like, and, and no one tells you don't go mental on a credit card. They go, here's 10 grand. All you have to do is get a pin put on it and it's yours. And you go, fuck yes. And I had all the hoodies and I had some really fucking cool parties and some good nights out. It took me, I didn't get it. I didn't go to 10 grand. I probably got to maybe like five, pussy. four and a half. Oh, yeah, pussy. Probably got to about, now probably about four and a half. But it took me probably eight years to pay it off and it's the fucking worst thing to pay off it's it's i think people that send credit cards to kids should be fucking kicked in the dick eh? because like when people aren't ready for that kind of commitment or that kind of ability to create debt you're just going oi little kid here's a knife juggle it i dare you like and a little kid or you know an 18 year old but fuck yeah i've got money i can impress girls my mates will think i'm the man and then i was 27 when i paid it off and it fucking sucked eh? it was like mm. the last payment was like Six hundred dollars, and I was like, "Fuck! This is the worst thing paying off eighteen-year-olds' lifestyle choices." Like, it's just fucking hate it. But well done on paying it off. That's the reason like the global recession happened, but it was because like banks everywhere were cats throwing out cash willy nilly. And I remember getting into a bank that say say my overdraft was two hundred pounds, and I wanted to get Oasis tickets. They announced a tour, and I went into the bank and I said, "I just need like my overdraft extended a little bit." And they're like, right, okay, we can take it from two hundred to fourteen hundred pounds. <laughs> and I just laughed, and I was like, "Fuck yes, okay, what a jump out!" Was like, that interest free at the time? Yeah, because I would have been at college, and then which you just see is no ramification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, right. If I get to the fourteen hundred, it's just going to stay there for a long time, and, and I won't have to pay it back. Good thing about still being a student at thirty-one years old, and as of four or five hours from now, is that it's still an interest free overdraft. But that is not Boom. my point. They, she pressed some buttons and went, hey, that's it, £1,400 overdraft limit. And then she was like, do you want a credit card? And I was like, um, yes. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> There's a credit card. And I walked into HMV and bought an Xbox 360 for like £300 there and then. And just that. And that's so the amazing. instant gratification that you get in your 20s. But the long-term <laughs> decision-making that will fuck you up in your yeah. 30s. I, I remember, it must have been two years ago at Roundabout Now. I was in the midst of like my, I was probably at the breaking point in my gambling. Um, and 
I was struggling to get money for Florida. I remember that because I'd made one of those decisions that I'm going to go to Florida, fuck my finances. I might eventually kill myself anyway. I don't give a fuck. Woo! And yeah, <laughs> I'll get a celebration music on. And I applied. I must have got about 10 grand worth of loans from seven companies that have had they took one look at my bank statement, would have just seen three, 400 transactions to gambling websites. There's zero responsibility on their part. I'm still paying back debt just now. I've got about maybe seven grand to pay off and it'll take me a few years to do it. But it's the most irresponsible fucking sector in the world. And oh, it just yeah. makes me really angry. That's but fucking it's The important thing is they learned their lessons from that banking crisis and are definitely not doing the exact same thing again. Yeah, And don't get us wrong, there's responsibility on your own part. Everyone isn't out there just fucking up their finances throughout their 20s. There's people that are responsible, but... I, I didn't properly learn uh, financial responsibility growing up. My mum always says, in order to be old and wise, you've got to be young and stupid. And that's just what I've I mean, used. That's not how she says it, though. <laughs> no, no. In order to be old and wise, you've got to be young and stupid. And honestly, that like it gives you a bit of leeway to do some dumb shit, but know that you know, you're know you on your way to being wise. I like that. It that, makes me feel like I'm not a, you know, fucking up. But like, your parents give you proverbs and all that, and it's nice. I think the most fucking polite thing or best financial information I got from my mum was when I had a debt collector letter sent to her address instead of mine because I'd set up an account at her address and she left me a voicemail saying that she was going to kick my cunt in <laughs> and uh, that was expect that. that was probably wise fucking parental advice because I shat myself <laughs> I've met your mum I don't think she and could kick your cunt in well that but you've also met my mum and you envisage this woman saying the word cunt so you can imagine how mm. angry she was to use the term your mum's the sort of person that I could imagine you know how in cartoons or TV shows you see the eyes going red because she's got kind of like whitey hair hasn't she blonde white hair no so you could just imagine her eyes actually going red in anger and, and bulging just, out of there like coming yeah. out like a meter and going and steam, coming <laughs> like out, no, steam coming out so of there like a 60 year old female Chucky doll Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah Just that. kicking people in the cunts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a, a harsh thing. To, I love it. It's like, I'm going to kick you in the cunt. It's see, just now, nice now, and assertive. Now yeah. see why I think the term GC is utterly fucking pointless. Yeah. <laughs> I remember your mum trying to story talk me for celebs that we'd met. And I was going, oh, yeah, just met Ed Sheeran the other day. And she's like, yeah, Dev from Coronation Street, big one. And then she was like, Coolio came into my shop last week too. Coolio's like, fucking to good, fair, Coolio's good. Coolio yeah. is like, for the... But it doesn't beat Ed Sheeran. Nah, fuck yes, it does. Fuck yeah. It's <laughs> all over Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, like, I fuck like him on. and he's a cool ginger dude and he's done great things for gingers. But he's got no fucking street cred. In the rap battle, who are you going to pick, Coolio or Ed Sheeran? He didn't make Gangster's fucking Paradise. He made... Castle on the Hill. Coolio's made, well, three songs, right? He's made Gangster's Paradise, yep. See You When You Get There, and the Keenan and Kel theme tune. <laughs> um, James. Yes, mate. We've made a few verbal mistakes, and I notice you haven't because you're still sober, right? Yes. How sober are you? Like, how long have you been sober? I'm going to give you, I've, I've kind of got a bit bored of teasing you about being sober. Mm, me too. So just tell us your number. I know you know it to the fucking minute. Tell us what it is and we'll give you a slow golf clap. Are you ready, Danny? No, I'm, no, I don't. I fucking hate golf claps. I'm See, on jam. People give someone a, a, a golf clap, it really makes me angry because you shouldn't clap that slow. Ken wanted a golf clap now. Yeah, I wasn't going no, no, just tell us, tell just, us your yeah. fucking number. We'll um, fuck off. I think I'm on 82 or 83 days. No, well, the thing is, I want James to drink, but Aww. he's now not drinking. 
And the thing is, I understand he's at, I, I honestly just tuned out when he was talking about how long he hadn't drunk for, but he's hundred-ish days, maybe. Fuck, who knows? <laughs> 82. Oh, fuck, that's nothing. All right, so he's at 82 days, doesn't even count. If he had a day tomorrow when I move into my new house, right, it's going to be a relatively big celebration. It's a housewarming. Me, that, you, Danny, your mum. <laughs> yeah, my mum, uh, the four or five people that I've bullied into coming. I've got Curly or... Yep. Coolio playlist bad, lined bad up on Spotify. Can he have one day where he drinks and that not fuck with his numbers? Or like, can he have a, can we fight for his right to party? You're looking at me as if I'm the one. Well, you're the judge. You permission. are Judge Danny. I want I, him to drink at my house. I said in the last podcast that I was applying a jam this day, which meant that mm. I was kind of taking leeway on you. So I ultimately don't give a fuck yeah i don't think anyone gives a fuck for anyone that just tuned into episode seven and is wondering Six. what's happening this is seven this is seven you're seven. seven <laughs> i said 12 the other day yeah. i was like stupid yeah, no one knows. you guys aren't great with numbers Big yeah, numbers. I'm 31. so episode seven i am currently doing a six months off drinking as part of my goal setting for this year very boring no one yeah, needs a fucking no one actually on is it. i wish um, i feel bad for bringing it up it's sure. well, it always brings up. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> well, normally it's in a mean way, but I just want him to drink tomorrow. But I thought we could get like a a ruling from the group. Does it count if he drinks tomorrow? Maybe, maybe we make him drink something weird like port, and he has to stand on one leg. And that, is that like a loophole or some shit like that? There's a wine gum that says port on it, so you could just eat that. Maybe if you drink it. only in the shower, but the shower doesn't have to be on. But you have to only drink in the shower, and then you come back out and socialise with everyone. I got two showers. Yeah, buying that sounds amazing. <laughs> Not just do that. <laughs> I don't know. Naked? <laughs> to me, it just seemed like a loophole. And then I thought about it and went, why the fuck is that a loophole? Sounds like you want to see James Shower. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see me shower, you can come anytime. Uh, cool. I mean, actually, no, I will. Uh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I, I can't drink um, and then try and represent the fact that I've been six months off drinking by the time June plus one day of not drinking comes. <laughs> that's, not, that's not right. That's not. That's not authentic, or you don't show integrity if you do that. So if I achieve the six months, then I've I've achieved self fulfilment. If not, then I'll probably have a great fucking time. So it's I am swearing a little bit because there's some shit on the go right now with work and life that makes me want to drink. So I'm I'm less inclined to be moralistic about my goals at the moment. So you might find me pissed on this podcast <laughs> in the near future, just crying into a bucket. <laughs> You fucking, I'm on holiday then. That's like those big cocktails you get when you're on holiday with <laughs> yeah, massive straws. Yeah, yeah. Like in, in, in Bali and shit, you get them in a bucket and they're like borderline poisonous. Like people like genuinely get alcohol poisoning because it's something like 70% vodka and whatever mixer yeah. they can find in a bucket. I'd like to see you just in holiday mode, but in Glasgow on a rainy fucking day, just like, hey, Hawaiian shirt, off your tits, sun lounger in the studio. I had a dream last night. I was fighting my dad, <laughs> protecting the honour of my mum. But like, you know, in, in dreams, you I don't, you ever had a fight in a dream? Like you, you just punch, but it doesn't have any effect. Oh, it's, it's like when you run and you try to run and you go really, you really slowly. Yeah. yeah. yeah but that. then my dad went into a bar, and me, my mum, and my my brother and sister were really young in the dream for some reason. No, like, don't worry, I'll take care of you. So I'll do it. And I woke up, I was like, that's fucking mental. And I, I see my mum and dad for the first time in three months yesterday. Did since you punch I him? <laughs> Did no. you fucking jab him in the nose? Like, I've got you, mum. I've got you, brother and sister. <laughs> fucking kick him in the dick. But does that mean I secretly hate my dad? Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, do you reckon you could take your dad? 
Like your dad in his pr- in his prime versus you now. Do you reckon you could have him? Do you reckon you'd have your dad? It makes me sad to even think about that now. <laughs> back back in the day, I probably thought about it a few times. I'll uh, punch my- your cunt in, old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think my, my dad's quite barrel chested. He's got bigger shoulders than me. He's uh, he's probably came up a little harder than I did, even though I came up in a, a pretty hard area. So I, I definitely don't think I could take my dad. He was a boxer as well. Mm. I'm, I'm probably what you would call a shite fighter that's had a couple of lucky results, um, but definitely not. I had a dream about Danny the other day, and um, can you? Have we got any sad music? Oh, fuck, that was quick. I like that. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> You're not meant to be proud of that. That's the moment ruined. <laughs> right, so Danny, I had a dream about you the other day, and if you guys maybe have a guess about what happened in the dream. Okay, did Danny f- fight with your dad? No. Danny, have you got any ideas? Did uh, he help you move in your house? Sorry, I'm just jumping in. I love guessing games. I'm way too out of control. <laughs> just pick me! Puppy. Pick me! <laughs> like a puppy over there, right? Did I smile? No. Was, um, was he happy, Danny? Danny died. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. In my dream, Danny died. And honestly, I was so sad in my dream. It was like a fucking, we had a wee, like, awake for him and stuff. And it was like, we had a mourning period of probably, I don't know, two weeks. Was and on the podcast, we had a big tribute to him. Like, it was a, it was set in the radio studio. So we had a big, you know, the podcast studio. We had this big emotional. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the, the, the sad music oh, I want it back. I want it back because it gets worse. But I, I want people to hear. Oh. Alright then, fucking fuck you Just because okay, you didn't okay. have the sad music Thank you It matters reality more when the music isn't playing yeah. Um, So yeah, Danny, basically you died Okay. And we, we mourned you, we mourned you pretty hard out for, for a couple of weeks And I, I don't even know, I think I might have woken up You know when you wake up really sad and you're like, oh But before I woke up, we replaced you <laughs> Who did we replace him with? I can't say a name, because we all know the person But someone close to me and you That might have a name that rhymes with Tosh <laughs> and oh, he was really good. Josh. Yeah, no, no, we're not saying names. But yeah, yeah, definitely Josh. Ah, he's he's too smooth for this podcast. Yeah, he's a bit sexy. Yeah. I don't know who mm. he is, but I would say he's infinitely better than me. So mm. yeah, it probably makes sense. It's, it's weird that you had a dream about Danny dying because Danny and I often talk about <laughs> how <laughs> we would react if each other died. <laughs> I think Fuck we... you guys are funny. Eh? Like, <laughs> what are you guys up to? Oh, let's just get on the piss and talk about the it's imminent not death. Even on, <laughs> not even on the piss, just a Wednesday night. And like, hey, mate. Stop talking about wrestling now, so you want to talk about each other's funerals. <laughs> I think I messaged him and said, what was it the other day, do you think you'll live till 50 or something? Nah, I don't know, but yeah, we spoke about like our death as recently as this week. Yeah. Like, like, you guys are chirpy, eh? When was the 14th of March? So that was, what, eight days ago? 10 to 9 in the evening on the 14th of March, James messaged me saying, do you think we could have made more of our lives? <laughs> Oh shit! And uh, <laughs> do you guys, like, seriously, do you guys need do you guys need help? Like, do you need a hug or something? This is what this is, <laughs> right? And then uh, I need this podcast, man. I, I just I, like getting drunk. <laughs> I made an argument for us and said that we've done in the grand scheme of things, we've done some fun stuff. And then <laughs> later on in the conversation, I said brain aneurysm or heart attack would be a shit way to go. I'd like time to reflect a bit before I die. I want to be <laughs> I, I don't know this I'll read this out But it might be too dark So yeah At one stage I then said I want to be absolutely Riddled with something So I have time to think On my deathbed About how much fun I had in the good times 
then I want to film myself trying to doing something really inappropriate <laughs> to play at my funeral. <laughs> like just trying to forlight yourself as an old man. <laughs> And I want that. Almost there, Margaret. <laughs> I don't know who Margaret is, but what I, is she filming? I then want to film myself doing something really deplorable and have the footage played at my cremation because mm. I'm dead and it doesn't matter. I want people to not care that I'm dead. Fuck, this is chipper cherry. <laughs> this is just upbeat stuff. Genuinely, though, I, I have a morbid fascination with death. Was it not yesterday we were just walking down today, the street? Today. Today we were walking down the street yeah, and I just turned around to Shane and I went, I don't see myself as an old man. That was the conversation we had. That was this. That was the one this week. Was I think I was talking about how death is everyone's biggest fear, whether they realise it or not, death is everyone's biggest fear. But, there's moments where I'm, I'll be watching the TV. So say, I, I don't know, I'm watching fucking the news and I'll just go like that. I'm going to die one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's shite. And then like, you forget what's on the TV for about two minutes as so you just kind of sit there going, oh, I'm going to die. Can we... Like, I, I'm just talking for people who might be listening now. I hate this chat. It scares the shit out of me. Like, well, don't, that's a good thing. You don't remind me of my fucking it. mortality. Like, I'd like to think that at some stage they'll freeze me and I'll be fucking cool when I have superpowers because I'll get bit by a radioactive spider. You fucking started it. Yeah, you did. I was the one that said you died in a dream, but now you guys are like, hey, how are you going to die? Like, like, it's the most, that's like, true. That you guys true. made it all sad and real. You talk to the two worst people. Yeah, I know. This I, is, I'm just getting a sound of how your podcast sounds without me. It's just, oh, so what age do you think you'll go? Mm, yeah, okay. uh, my 30s is that. <laughs> I worry that we're the last generation that will die and the ones that come after us will merge into robots and they'll get to live forever. Yeah, but uh, is that a real life? Probably. Yeah, probably sounds yeah. like a way better one, eh? Like and, no you won't replacement. And we have the option to do it, but it just means we'd be really fucking decrepit pensioner <laughs> robots. <laughs> oh, you can still walk well and run, but you're like your brain's still not quite there. And it back takes in, your... back when I was young, the iPhone four done all this for me. You're made of technology, but you still can't figure it out. Like you still get your grandkids around, and you're like, "Hello, how do I send a tweet?" And they're like, "What the fuck's a tweet?" You're like, "Oh, my days, we send tweets." Hello, niece. The sex. The sex. Bot's broken again. <laughs> what, are you, what are you depositing? <laughs> How do you climax as a robot? <laughs> it's it stuck. Like, shoot loads of like <laughs> fucking oil. It's, it's stuck <laughs> again. Hydraulic oil. <laughs> I don't know why I like that so much. I know, I know you keep telling me that that's the circuit board, but I just I always think it'll fit. So Danny died. <laughs> Yeah, my dream. And we replaced him really quickly. So that's the moral of the story. Danny, no, you are replaceable. How would you feel if you actually died? <laughs> oh, real bad. Especially after I just said, no, that you're replaceable. Like, I think I... that was the last thing my dad said to me before he stopped talking to me. <laughs> See, that's weird because my dad loves me so much. <laughs> like, I don't want to gloat. But like, not in a dodgy way, but like, you know, like I've got like my dad, because I live on the other side of the world from my dad. <laughs> you guys have put me into a wee hole here. <laughs> don't even, don't even make a joke about the wee hole that I just said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like my, You'd look after your dad if he was the robot old decrepit cunt. I'm not giving my dad robot hand jobs, but like, so I live on the other side of the world from my dad and um, he's not great from technology and stuff. So I'll get a, a message probably twice a week just going, hey, Just bud. know the whole time that you're telling this story, you're just rubbing it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing, like, it's weird having parents that love me so much. <laughs> but it's, it's hard have you know, in New Zealand we've had such a good upbringing, I don't know, it's weird, but no, but dad would message me like, and he... He fucking loves emojis. 
Oh my god. I hate the person that taught dad how to use emojis. In fact, my dad, right, is so bad of technology, My one of my best mates sold him a, a tablet, and all he did, and he's a proper, like, young, he's a bit of an idiot, but he's a lad, He all he did was teach my dad, who's never had a tablet in his life, has no fucking clue what to do with a computer. How to watch porn. How to get the porn up. Nice. And my dad was just, he brought it down to me after about two days, because I crashed with him for a bit before I came over, and he, he was like, hey, um... What's going on here? And it was just the most riddled fucking like it was tablet. Just all aubergine emojis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was honestly that's, the, that's what your dad's searching in the bar. Just aubergine emojis. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good one. A, Robot what, aubergine emojis, blowjob faces, and I'm sure there's one more. Every, oh, just the, that, the spunk one. Uh, just the spunk one. That is just water. Every now and then you just get a, like, a message that simply just says the word she mails on it. <laughs> it was his, his, this thing Not was the, the most. Search bar dad <laughs> it was the most riddled of diseases i've ever seen a tablet like it was like dad just throw that away <laughs> like it's it's over it's done speaking of porn have you guys heard the latest thing that's meant to be implemented in the next few weeks in the uk which is a porn identification card what and i'm not sure if this is a physical thing like you walk in and get your blockbuster fucking membership card and go thank you sandra that's that's amazing <laughs> off to watch some porn but rather, I, I think it's you sign up on a website, you have an identification card, and then you use that number to access the porn website. Does that mean you have to pay for porn? I think you maybe have to make an initial payment and also record your age and stuff, so you must have to give something, um, <laughs> like a driver's license. You need to apply to watch porn, basically. Uh, Fuck that. There's positives because it means that young kids can't access some of Who the... Who Right, that's an argument, but I'm deeply uncomfortable, and I'll say that as a man that would give anyone, I'd give you my phone right now and let you look at my porn history, don't give a fuck, I think it's the most mundane, boring thing, you'd walk out and you'd talk to 3,000 people out there and they pretty much have the same porn habits, (laughs) but I don't want a record on a file that's attached to a serial number or something of what I consume. There's two kind of people in the world. It also makes it feel a wee bit dirty if you need to say Oh, yeah, 100%. There's two kind of people in the world, and there's ones that favourite porn, because you have to set up an account. Who's favouriting porn? Who's going, I want to set up an account, and I want people to know that this is my favourite porn at the moment. That's a really personal thing, and it changes week to week. But you've... I don't know about you guys, but there's been some porn that I've watched that I've wanted to put the thumbs down on. Because it promises so much and you get in it and you're like, hmm, this is this a bit shite. I've invested a wee bit of time into this. I had a, a lecture in uni last year because I study media and communication. So one of the lectures was about what they called the hidden media and it was porn. Ooh. And it was, the, it was a very kind of uncomfortable lecture. It was some very odd and surreal moments in it. But it was the first time that I'd ever had my attention drawn to the comments on porn videos. Oh, they're so good. I didn't really realise. I knew it was there, but I'd never paid attention to it. But when you've got a female lecturer saying to you that <laughs> something along the lines of, yeah, what's what's not the most inappropriate thing is when there's like a comment under it saying something about sluts getting rammed. And it was like everyone in this lecture was like, oh, I really want to leave. I really want to leave and like, <laughs> wash my hands right now. Mm. And uh, now it's the first time, like every now and then you read them and go, Christ, I'm actually not that bad a human being after all. There's some really funny ones. There's like memes out there of like the comments on Pornhub and it's like people asking how to cook lasagnas and shit. <laughs> and it's mental because it's like a real community of like, 
I'm guessing mainly dudes that are like, <laughs> man, oh, you've got to make sure you boil the fucking lasagna <laughs> a wee bit first and then put it on at 200. Otherwise, it will be, you know, hard. And like, it's weird. It's like, and then there's like people like talking about gardening, people going, I don't believe her. I don't believe the story development of the character in, at 20 minutes in on this story. And you're like, it's me down analysis. On <laughs> yeah, it's like no, the that, most that, that non-diegetic music wasn't really believable. Oh, I don't trust the, the, the character development of the, you know, the guy delivering the pizza. What the, happened between A and B? The mise-en-scene is all over the place. In this picture, <laughs> the mise-en-scene. There's nothing more pretentious. I don't know what the fuck that even means. Abby Media student out there, the mise-en-scene is the most pretentious sounding thing you ever fucking learn. Hmm. You've done the course that I'm doing right now. Yes. I'm actively doing the course and I don't know still what a mise en scene is. I think it's just a scene, isn't it? The way they've set it up, shit like that. I always just pull out discourse and non diagenic right. music and stuff like that. Do you guys have sacred days? I've wanked three times in this conversation. <laughs> do, do you have like sacred days where you won't? So for me, <laughs> like Sunday. Well, not Sunday. Cause Sundays are really good. I'm day an atheist, for it. so no. But my birthday, Valentine's Day, and Christmas Day. <laughs> That you won't is, There's like a No touching allowed I, I don't have a schedule <laughs> it's, No but It's more because Like the circumstances Are grim enough And I think if I Then masturbated I would probably Break into tears Oh man That's a really good visual like, Just Danny I don't know why But I'm imagining There's a loaf of bread there And he's crying Into the loaf of bread And masturbating On Christmas day uh, no, he's not masturbating. Oh, well, masturbating. No, but that, no, but he would be if that's yeah. why he was crying that's into a life I, of bread. That's why I have sacred days. Yeah, because I don't know why I thought it was a bread. That's really sad to me. <laughs> you could use the bread. No, dog. but what you said there before, Shane, completely disregarded it was, you know, they're grim enough. And I know it's your birthday tomorrow, today, if you're listening, or last week, whenever you listen, but sad man I just want to make sure that I see you tomorrow and give you a hug and then talk a little bit about death or something well yeah please. wait so you don't oh was your birthday one of them yeah, yeah. Oh, let's just troll them with porn <laughs> let's send them porn but, in the group chat and just be like have fun not touching yourself happy birthday by the way nah it's because it's, it's a sacred day I wouldn't even I wouldn't be tempted anyway but that's like the rules you just can't if you're single on Valentine's Day you can't have a wank but you if you ever had a wank I don't think I've done this I'm just going to ask you guys if you ever had a wank Anywhere outside where you would usually do it, yeah, yeah. So not like, <laughs> so assuming that it's your sofa, your bedroom. What? I've, I've, the sofa. I've never like masturbated in my living room. You the never. So- right, you're well, a fucking that, animal. I don't think. I don't think that's out there in my possibility. That guys have just <laughs> been watching. You're sitting in the living room and you Who's start watching, watching something. Porn on TV. Softcore porn <laughs> might come on. You go fuck. I'm feeling it. You know, Holly Oaks later oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> We've all done it, right? But that's besides <laughs> the point. Where have you then out with what would be perceived as conventional places to have a wank? <laughs> Where have you done it? You go first, Danny. No, you go first. <laughs> if I say mine, are you going to say yours? Well, Why don't you say it at the same time? Right, All right. <laughs> Count us in. One, two, two three. three. Hostel. <laughs> I was going to say plane. What? <laughs> right. I find I'm in New Zealand quite a first. bit. <laughs> Mine's is fucking more gentle. Was it an empty <laughs> hostel? And was it a danger wank then if it was? No, nah, it was a shared bathroom. Mm, right. Sexy. right. <laughs> the smells yeah. of other poos. But it, was, it wasn't my uh, birthday. It wasn't Valentine's Day. Obviously. It wasn't Christmas Day. So it was, it was allowed. So I'm assuming you, you weren't relying on porn for that. It was from the wank I'd bank. I'd been travelling for 
just under three weeks and I was fit to burst. So you just went for just it? Went for a lonesome traveller yeah. found yeah. himself a vessel and a place to relieve himself. So speaking of vessel, you're on a plane for uh, this. I will like it on. I have, like, I've lived in the UK for about four years um, and I've gone back twice a year to New Zealand. So there's a lot of planes and sometimes there's bugger all people on them and you're just like, it's three in the morning I'm a wee bit drunk because they keep giving me free drinks. Everyone else is asleep. I'm not. I'm not entirely comfortable with this. Is good. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> I'm that you're, you're not getting up off your seat, are you? <laughs> no, I, I'm going to the bathroom. Right, right. I love a cramped toilet. Like it's just oh, it really does it for me. We've just got you out of jail, shame. We don't want you to go back. In. <laughs> so, at least I'm well, I'm my high club by myself. Like. Is it over in international waters, at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How how long then are you taking in that bathroom to finish? Well, like, I'm a long shitter anyway, so I just won't shit. No one's timing you. It's in the middle. Or they're not suppose in bigger planes they're not it's not uh, a Ryanair esque nah. where they're sending people outside the toilet nah these are like this is Emirates I only masturbate on Emirates planes that that's going to be fucking the catchphrase isn't it that's horny <laughs> horny horny plane passengers <laughs> I don't know if I would enjoy the Mayo High Club other than saying that I've done it but I, I would feel it's like shower sex seamless you've got a big shower Shower sex is the most awkward experience in the world. It's also very dry at times. Mm. Is yeah. it not just a huge myth, the Mayo High Club? No, people fuck on oh, planes, man. People fuck on planes all the time. Yeah. Mm. Not that anyone I know. I'm not. I heard the story of a girl that gave a guy that she'd just met a wank on a plane, though. Uh, and I understand that wank sounds like a really horrible word, but it's very fun to say. It's easy as well. Like, what else are you going to say? Masturbate. She gave him a masturbate. Well, she like masturbated masturbate. him. Masturbate's a good word. It's masturbate. funny if it's mutual masturbation. I think that's a hilarious sentence or, you know, it's a series of words. It's a hilarious concept, see, when you think about it. And not to go really uh, in-depth and detailed about something here, but see when you are getting pleasured and you're pleasuring the other person. See, if you look at that, and not from a porn perspective where you're getting some amazing angles, see if you just snapshotted that with a camera up, from up above and look down on two people one poking or rubbing and one just fucking going for it like with a penis it must be a really grim sight but also it's counterintuitive like it's the you're simulating sex but not having sex but you've got a person that's willing to do sexual things with that like you know what I mean no nah, well it's 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 build up it's foreplay it depends your perception of it if it's foreplay then you, you're you okay with it because you're building up because not everyone's going to come just from sex or it takes a lot longer. You need to stimulate the juices, so to speak. I think with foreplay, it kind of one person has to be pleasured at a time. I think it's a bit tricky ah. unless there's... like You can't be like... Mutual estimation to me seems like it's like that thing where you pat your head and rub your belly. Like It's just it's tricky it's to get very, it logistically right. Describe it. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, oh, my arms don't work in the same way that yours do and this angle's not right. It's just, to me... I'd rather let the lady have a good time and just be like, oh, I need all the time I can get, so just leave me alone. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good way of uh, thinking about it. Something else that was in my... Uh, this is this is really silly. Um, but you're in a safe else, place. You're in a safe place. But no, it's not It's not that silly. But well, we've just talked about where you've messed up. By the way, where have you done it? Fuck off. You do not get away with that. Where's the weirdest place you've... No, that was, I've never really done it in any weird places. So. The couch, to me, is a bit weird. Yeah. I, I like to think it's the couch in your childhood home as well. Ooh. Of course. Then my mum was right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> Mutually yeah. masturbating. My, my, no, that's disgusting. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you and your dad were doing that. Well, me and my dad love each other. Because <laughs> dad loves me. Um, At least my dad will give me a hand job. <laughs> well, another dig at daddy. <laughs> That's why he stopped talking to me. Me, uh, well, just to change the change the subject matter on the pace for a wee second. I I was having a real deep think about the the etymology of bless you the other day. Someone was in work and they were sneezing. And someone turned around and went, bless you. And it just fucking struck me that it's a mental thing to say because it achieves nothing. And I thought, well, where does this come from? So I just asked the guy and he went, hey, mate. It was actually the guy that you want to replace Danny with. So, oh, I think it comes from the plague. Um, you know, when people used to have the, the plague and they covered their mouth and they didn't give it away. Mm. That's how he sounds, by the way. And I remember that differently. I used to be told when I was younger that if you sneeze and someone doesn't say bless you, your soul escapes and the devil captures it. That's on The Simpsons. Is I, it? I, I saw yeah, that. I, I, soul, yeah, yeah, I went and I went and looked for it on The Simpsons and found it. Went, yeah, yeah. I nailed it. Um, but I believed that. I, I believed still believe that for that. a long time. The plague shit makes sense uh-huh. because yeah, you know ring history ring and oh, and that's another plague thing. Yeah. This has turned into a plague chat. Says, <laughs> the, the, the it's a lot of death chat. A tissue, a tissue. Is they all fall down. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But it made me think of just weird See? shit that you, you believed when you were younger. I don't like... kind of stuck with you. I don't like the saying, needs must. You don't like the saying, needs must? Yeah, it's just... Did a, you not like that when you were younger? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Like the, the thing is, like, needs must is a shit saying. It's just two words. It's the laziest fucking saying in the world. If someone went, what's a good saying? We're in the, we work in the sayings department, guys. We've got one more to do, and it needs to have the words needs and must. And they went, what about if we just put them together? And they went, genius, we're off. Like, what the fuck? Needs must. That's not a saying. It's two words put together. It's like going, handkerchief, alpaca. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Anyway, I'm not going to completely ignore your question there, James, like Shane did. Oh, no, no, uh, but I'm just saying that like, people said needs must growing up if you need a fucking tenuous link. Sorry, sorry, Danny. I'm, so, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. too busy here Googling where I can buy an alpaca handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was two, one of which you'll know because I think it was kind of, I don't even think it was a Glasgow thing. It might be like a UK thing. And it was a story of the clowns in the vans yes, when you were right. a child. Do you want to give Shane a bit of now, background on that? My rendition of this was that where I grew up, there was clowns going around in vans, or guys dressed as clowns going around in vans. They were Chelsea, they were called the Chelsea clowns. No, see, this is, ours was different because there's one, or the most popular one seems to be that they give you a Chelsea smile, which is where they kind of slit either, yeah. both of your cheeks so it looks like you're smiling. But always. under the guise of them painting your face, hey kids, we're coming along to paint your face and right, then they'll okay. just rip your face open. See, the one I got was that. <laughs> it's horrifying. The one yeah. that I got was but I think worse than this and it was they slit across your stomach Ugh. and then put the seatbelt and like folded it and then put the seatbelt in the <laughs> slit and then drove really fast and slammed the brakes on wow oh, that's, that, see that's, that's that's disgusting but you believe that because oh, you were yeah, told yeah. that so every, every transit van like, <laughs> I suppose but, but pedos were obviously a thing when we were young but pedophiles weren't this like massive I don't know. You, you weren't worried. I didn't. I yeah, didn't exactly. Worry about the, the, there it wasn't, wasn't prolific, and there wasn't the this whole media culture thing. Yeah. So instead of paedophiles, we had clowns. Mm. And the other one from when I was young, and I don't know if this was commonplace, but in my head, black and white was just a thing. So like, because there used to be black and white TV, I thought the whole world was black and white, and color was like an invention. That's point. nah. Oh. That, I've never heard of that before. So you, someone just. 
one day invented colour. I, I remember mm, asking, and I was like, so let's see, I, back I in his, it. <laughs> I was like, back in the 50s, I remember asking one of my parents, and I was like, so it was just everything in black and white back in like the 40s and the 50s. And we know how good your parents were when you were. Couldn't have been the cunt! <laughs> that's my dad was like, that's a dumb question, never speak to me again. <laughs> All right, you. Um, Is there anything you were told when you were younger then, yeah, that you believed uh, for uh, years and it was bullshit? Yeah, this one was from Tina Turner, of all people, and I fucking... You knew Tina Turner? <laughs> no, no, I didn't, but mum really liked Tina Turner. We used to go on big long road trips and she'd listen to Queen and Tina Turner. Tina Turner was amazing, by the way. Oh, by the way, like such a such a great musician. There's one song where she goes, Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Yep. And it genuinely freaked the shit out of me. Like, I honestly had, like, a wee freak-out moment as a six-year-old going, Mum, can a heart really be broken? Huh? And she was like, well, it's kind of just like a turn of phrase. I was like, what's a turn of phrase? And it's, she's like, well, it's... It's a phrase that Tina Turner says. Yeah, yeah, basically, it's, oh, it means it, it, can't, it can be broken, but not literally. And I'm like, what does literally mean? But, like, to me... I wasn't until a couple of years later that I went, oh, I get what she means by that. Your heart can't be broken, but you can be broken hearted. And I was worried that I was like, I was like I'm never ever. And I said to mum, I'm never going to get into a relationship. I'm never going to get a wife or a girlfriend because if she, if a heart can be broken, I don't want to risk it. Like it's not worth dying over. So there's a cautionary tale that doesn't, it's not true. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we've actually, well, next guest just came in for our podcast that will come out next week. We've got a bloody guest. We've got a bloody guest. That's a great way to end it. Isn't hey. it? A um, he is the owner of ICW. His name is Mark Dallas. He's got a new programme starting on BBC Scotland called Rogue to Wrestler. Um, you might have heard of him. So we're going to end this podcast and have a wee chat with him. So you'll be able to hear that next week. And Social we, media. Yeah. Oh, we made an outro. Have we got the outro sorted yet? That was Drunk Therapy, and if you want to see more of those guys, go online to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or all those other fun social things, and follow them. If you're on iTunes, please leave a comment, because we're thirsty as fuck, and apparently that's good. You're meant to do that. If you're on Spotify, keep doing what you do. If we get to a million listens, we might make four quid. As you were. Have a good day.